What goes on inside the mind of the Singapore consumer? The Kiasunomics podcast series unravels the way Singaporeans behave across different domains like spending, transport, environment, superstition, schooling, and housing markets. Backed by multiple research studies, NUS Business School professors examine the quirks, psychology, and mechanics behind the daily economic decisions of Singaporeans. Welcome again to a new episode of Kiasunomics podcast. Today we have Professor Changqing Song with us from SMU, and we're going to talk about superstition. We all, at some level, are superstitious from all walks of life. And the question is, does this superstition have any impact in our decision-making when we put real money on the line? I mean, so what if you're superstitious in a black cat crossing the road and you take a different route? I mean, the cost to you is minimal. So what if you have a superstition about, you know, certain other aspects of life, but the cost of that superstition is maybe $10 or $20. Nobody really cares one way or the other. But Professor Song has a really nice paper where they actually look at the role of superstition in housing transactions. So can you tell us what motivated you to look into this role of superstition in housing markets? Yes. So in Singapore, most Singaporeans have the Chinese ethnicity. And in the Chinese language, uh, number four have the similar pronunciation as death, which often suggests unlucky. And the number eight have the similar pronunciation as uh, fortune or being rich, which is often suggests lucky. So this is something often we see in our life. We avoid this four. We like the eight. But how does that really influence the, the largest assets we have in our life for most people? Housing. So that's where we start to think about this question. We, what we want to understand is whether the unit number in your house, like your number is floor four, unit four, is that will have a different price compared to another number like five, six, or eight, eight. So we collect the data in Singapore of, of all the housing transactions between 2000 and 2009, and we start to compare this, the house with a similar location, similar floor, similar size, transact around a similar time. But one house would be, say, 4-4, four, four, the fourth floor, and the other house would be 6-6, six, six, another house would be 8-8. Uh, eight, eight. So we want to see with the similar characters of the house whether the 4-4 four, four have a discount and 8-8 eight, eight have some premium. And indeed, in this kind of large data set, we find that if the housing unit number is really unlucky, that means that fourth floor unit 4, you get about 1.3% discount compared to a neutral number, like 5567. But if you live in the house unit, similar to others, but the number is 88, that's very lucky, or 188, you get a premium about 1.9%. So to give you a sense, think about a house that's have a transaction value of 1 million. This means that uh, the unit with 44 will have about 13,000 lower price compared to 55. And the unit of 8.8 will have about $19,000 more expensive compared to 5.5. Wow, that's a big number. Do you really believe these superstitions can come true? I mean, is that 8.8 house really lucky and that's why they're paying it? Or are they just paying it because they believe in some superstition here? 
Yes, so that's something when we do the research, we have to think about what's what exactly the reason behind that. So we document the important thing is indeed that Singaporeans, when they make house transaction, it's relevant to the superstitions. For example, in the ghost months, mm -hmm. they don't make a lot of transactions. So it's indeed that there's the superstitions really matters for their transactions. And for these houses, when we compare, we're really trying to compare almost exactly the same house in the same building uh, with a similar floor, similar size, transacting at the same time. So it's hard to think about other reasons why the 8-8 would be, have such like $32,000 more expensive. It's very likely to be this kind of a superstitions reason. So another way, would you be better at comparing if the Indians and Malays are also paying? Because that would then go and answer my question. If they don't pay it, then maybe it is uh, truly the superstitions of the Chinese. But in, are Indians or Malays doing the same? So this is a very interesting point because in the beginning, we'll think about in the same way as you, you said. But the issue is if, if you are what we call informed buyers, means that you understand the market and the market have people will prefer 8-8 and 4-4. Then when you buy a house, even you're Indians or Malays, you don't care about this. You know that in four years, five years, when you sell the house, your market are all likely to be the superstitious people. So in that sense, if you buy a 4-4, have a lower price, but when you sell it, you still don't get a capital gain. Mm. If you buy a house at 8-8 and you sell it, you still have similar capital gain at a higher price. So in that sense, like as a, from the investor point of view, then you don't really enjoy too much because you know this issue and just uh, you're thinking about probability of which group of people you are selling. Mm. But from a consumer point of sense that I think one implication from this research is that if you don't have this superstition and you don't care about these numbers just to live there, you can actually get some arbitrage to bind the numbers with four, the fourth floor or unit unit number four to, in, to enjoy some discount. So let me come back to this because this is an interesting point. Is there any other way you could show that these guys are really superstitious? Maybe look at some other data set, maybe I'm a, bankruptcies, car accidents, anything else to support that, look, the guys who are buying 8-8, their probability of bankruptcy or getting into car accidents is similar to the guys who are buying 4-4. And so it's truly a superstition. It's not they, they are more you know, lucky. Yes. So we, we do have some uh, supporting data along that line. What we do is we use the Huangli, mm -hmm. which, which is in that uh, calendar, it's one of the special Chinese calendars. It shows you which day you should do what. Okay. So this day you, you can start business, and mm -hmm. this day you should not start business. So we using that and connect with another data set about whether you start business or not, exactly date. Mm -hmm. So we indeed see these kind of people on the date when the, the calendar shows you should not start business, they're less likely to start business. So in this sense, that's a supporting evidence that this is around the line of superstitious rather than just that you got the luck. I see. So let me come back because you talked about 4-4 versus 8-8. Mm -hmm. Somebody could argue, look, the fourth floor is a lower floor, eighth is a higher floor, and so what? You're just finding people who live on eighth floor pay higher prices relative to people who live on the fourth floor. Is This has nothing to do with superstition. So this is an extreme case where we're comparing the very lucky, very unlucky mm -hmm. house. So there, we, in the intermediate case, we also have compared 4-4 to 4-5, 4-4 4-6, 8-8 to 6-8, mm -hmm. uh, or 8-8 to 8-6. So there we are fixing the same floor. I see. Even within the same floor, we still see the effect. But the effect was not that strong in the sense because 
it's not comparing a really unlucky to really lucky. Now we're comparing all in the fourth floor when you have a 4.4 four and 4.6. Mm. So that's where we get a gap about 0.6% okay. uh, of the discount if you get the 4.4 four compared to 4.6. But can you get at my question by saying, look, because my question is about as you go up, mm -hmm. uh, prices go up, you know, as, as you grow higher floors. But if you're comparing, let's say, the eighth floor guys, yeah. you compare them to the ninth floor guys. Mm -hmm. And if you see the eighth floor guys are still paying more than the ninth floor guys, because ninth floor is higher height, they should be paying more. But if the eighth floor guys are paying more, then you will say, oh, this is about superstition. Similarly, if you compare the fourth floor guys, mm -hmm. okay, to the third floor guys, because the fourth floor guys should be paying more, but if they're paying less than the third floor guys, then you can say, look, this is about that's superstition. Right. So that's also captured in the regression in the sense we are actually comparing, you can think about comparing 8.8 eight to 9.8. Mm -hmm. So then you're going to see 8.8 eight will be have much higher price compared mm. to 9.8 because it's a very lucky number. Mm. And also, we're really comparing the 4.4 to the 3.4, mm. which you increase the floors, but actually it's getting to a very unlucky number. So this capture what exactly you're talking I about. I see. So do you think then the developers could understand this, that look, my customers really care about 8 and they don't care about 4. So when they design the apartments on the same floor, they tend to make the fourth unit or the apartments on the fourth floor less desirable. And they put less effort into it or, I don't know, the fourth unit is smaller than the eighth unit. And can the developers do something like that? So based on the regulation and the data, we don't see that happen because in the Singapore, the, the, the regulation is you have to label your unit number in order. So you cannot skip, like, mm. like, like in some other country we see the, the building, there's no fourth floor, no mm. 13th floor like that. But you cannot do that. You have to do it in order. So in the sense, the flexibility on the developer is whether, whether they have the eight unit or not. Or marginally, if they design the floor which they can think about seven or eight, a unit in each floor, they might have adding the eight mm. to, to getting more units sold. But in our data, we don't see the different size along the, the unit there. I see. In a nutshell, you're saying developers have not uh, kind of capitalized on this or it's hard to capitalize on this kind of... Uh, yes, it's hard to capitalize because they're, they're constrained by have to order in a way. Mm. If when, they, when they design the building, they have to obey all the plot ratio issues mm. to understand, okay, how many floors I have around each floor. If I do a four bedroom, two bedroom, what we can do and how many units are there. So in that sense, it's hard for them to uh, capitalize. I see. I mean, what else? Generally, you're saying, is this good or bad? This kind of higher price or price premium for eight or a discount for four? Or you're saying, look, this is just how life works. Big deal. We just move on. So I think it's, it, there's no value judgment here about it's good or bad. It's just in the market, we have people with different preference. Mm. And with different preference, with the group of people, that's where we get equilibrium, whereas the 8.8 get higher price, given that in Singapore, majority of the people uh, have the Chinese ethnicity, so they are more likely to have this kind of superstition. But I think the, the point here is, as uh, either as an investor or as a, a home buyer, uh, you should be aware of that, so that in the case you don't care about it, you can enjoy the discount. And if you are an investor, you can think about whether you can make some arbitrage out of it, especially if you can sell, if you can buy at a lower price and sell to the people who care or don't care based on their ethnicity. So I heard that recently you bought an apartment. Did yes. you buy an 8.8 or a 4.4? 4.4. Four? 
So I didn't buy any like that. I buy the neutral number. <laughs> okay. Zero two six five. So that's a smart economist who says I'm not going to fall in either one of these two things. Yeah, I did think about that. But when you really get into the market to buy a house, the the issue is it's not like like you're going to the restaurant to order the. The dishes, it just it's not available.、Okay. I don't have eight eight available for 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 me to choose there. <laughs> That was already taken by some superstitious guys before you. Or the smart investors, they、okay. want to take arbitrage. <laughs> okay, thank you again for having this wonderful discussion with us on the role of superstition in housing transactions. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Stay tuned as we bring you more interesting research-based insights on a wide range of topics in business and economics. Subscribe to our channel now.